UCLA's men's basketball class of 2022, this season, the 2022-23 season, keeps getting better. It grows and higher in its recruiting. But who is the guy Mick Cronin says is the most elite? Maybe not that word exactly. He said, this guy is elite. Expect big minutes from this guy. Who is this guy? Is it Zach Candy? Is it Zach Anderson Yoxheimer? No, we, we might be elite talking about it. Who knows? We'll try to be as we get Locked On UCLA started. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks once again for tuning in to Locked On UCLA, for making it your first listen each and every day. We're on YouTube. We are on wherever you can get your podcasts on any podcasting apps. Thanks for making it your first listen each and every day. As this episode is brought to you by Bet Online, they've got the best odds and best information for your sports wagering information to bet on college football. That's coming up as we welcome in Zach Handy. He is at Zachariah Handy on Twitter. If you want to follow him from Fox Sports, he is also our de facto kind of betting enthusiast, if you will. We'll get over some odds, lines, and game for week one of the college football season or week zero, whatever we're calling it. As college football starts this week, limited games. We'll go over that in segment two. Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, your D1 play-by-play broadcaster and diehard Bruins fan. And most importantly, who is that elite player? Mick Corona was talking about Adembona. And that's why we should get hyped up with this Bruin 8 class <sighs> for the men's basketball season, baby. I'm ready. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you, you. So we are all excited for this UCLA season. Recently, Mick Cronin was quoted as saying, Adem Bona is an elite basketball player. Elite. As we Zach and I were talking about it, these quotes, and I sent you something. This was recently tweeted out by John Rothstein, who he himself just talked about and on a recent episode with your, your brother, Zach how we were talking about how Jaime Hawkins Jr. could be the best wing in college basketball. Could he? He's very lethal. But what could Adem Bona bring for this UCLA freshman big man? This is what Mick Cronin, the head coach of the Bruins, had to say. I am not going to shy, quote-unquote, away from it. He is an elite, elite player. What's some more about Adem Bona, Zach? You know, he is what you think of when you think of like a Mick Cronin big man recruit. He's not seven foot two. He's a little undersized for a big man. He's six nine. But he's two twenty five, and he is as athletic as they come. You think back to Mick's Cincinnati days and how his teams were just built on grind you down athleticism and defense. This guy is cut straight from that mold. A little raw on offense, but he's going to clean the glass and he's going to lock it down, uh, spring out of the building with athleticism as far as jumping is concerned. So I think his ability to really affect the game defensively and then as a big use that athleticism in transition and, and help himself on offense, he's just a standard, just standard, gritty, grindy, athletic, defensive guy that you would expect Mick Cronin to get his hands on. <clears throat> 
and he's going to need to play like big minutes. Nick talks about it in the article that you already referenced. Um, but we're thin. We are thin in the front court, and we are going to need this guy to play big minutes. Miles Johnson has recently departed. Cody, Cody Riley, after 15 years in a UCLA uniform, it felt like he has now departed as well. Matt Etienne uh, are- coming off. Matt Etienne's coming off injury, you know, he, and he seems to be still young. injured. He's very young, but it feels like he's been injured or or just hasn't been able to make the rotation his entire time at UCLA. David and uh, and Wuba is, you know, coming back. And granted, he gave us some good minutes last year, but he's still a little raw himself. Um, You're probably looking at the most talented big man on the roster in Bona. Yeah, Bona is that freshman. You mentioned his size. It doesn't seem like he really wants guys taller than like the 6'9", 6'10". He likes the undersized. That's where Cody Riley comes in, right? That's how he fit in so nicely. And that's why Cody Cody Riley was so impactful coming for that final four run and why everybody was so excited that Cody Riley Riley was a part of that piece that stayed with the Johnny Juzangs and the Bernards and the Jaime Hawkes of 2021 into this 2022 year. But now the Bruins flip the page and while their recruiting class keeps going higher, especially with the adding and addition of Abramo Zanka from Italy, you have an international guy himself in Adembona, who I believe is listed, if you look at the website, from Nigeria. But he plays for Turkey. What was the numbers you were looking up about how he was elite in one of those recent European tournaments? 2022 FIBA Under-20 European Championship, he averaged 17 points and 10.9. We'll call it 11 rebounds a game and 2.4. We'll call it two blocks. That's over a course of seven games. So he sits there. He was scoring the basketball more than 10 rebounds a game, close to 11, and altering the game defensively. Maybe not the same numbers that Bramos Anka was posting internationally, who was pl- playing for Italy and then playing in that Russian Super League one before getting his eligibility cleared up. But those are two international guys that now with Ivo Simovic, as I've detailed before, UCLA can start grabbing international guys. And Bona and Zanka are the start of guys UCLA can start filtering the roster with, not just guys, blue-collar guys from some part of the U.S. we've never heard of, or just local guys, high-star athletes. It's getting the international experience mixed in with the elite athlete on the American side, and you mix those together, and Bona, who now Mick Cronin has some high, high praise for, you know, it's like, whoa, this is, you got to expect him, look for him to come up. And I, I may have undersold the offensive potential a little bit in the first, I mean, even Mick says in the article that he's a much better offensive player than even he anticipated. And I mean, even if he's just cleaning up the glass the whole game and catching lobs, I mean, 17 points a game is 17 points a game. Like that is a serious offensive impact in that tournament. If he can bring uh, some of that to the Bruins this year, they're going to need, Jaime is going to need help on offense. I mean, the Bruins are returning four players and they are all players who played a big role for UCLA over the last couple of years. Jaime, Tiger, Jalen Clark, especially last year, especially later in the year, had such an emergence on the UCLA team. And he loves to guard guys bigger than him, but he's not a big himself. Uh, And then you have uh, David Singleton, who can shoot it from the outside and is also a good piece for us. Those four returning, we still need some help offensively, especially in the front court, especially Jaime down low. He can't be the only one scoring around the rim. You're going to need someone else down there. And I think Bona has the potential to really be that guy to play a lot of minutes and really impact the team. 
Yeah, locked on UCLA. We're excited for football season. That's around the corner. Basketball season, not too far around the corner. Depending which program it is and how close they are to school, those summer workouts are closing, coming up to an end. And then the, the schools going back into school or the ones that's going to start in a month. They need their couple of weeks of off time and downtime before they get back to what is in school, kind of the buildup from summer workouts to the start of the season as the Bruins are excited to have Bona. You can't forget Amari Bailey, Abramo Zonka, so many guys, just all these guys pulled two from Sierra Canyon, one more of a walk-on in Magician, Bailey, just all these guys. You can just, you look at the roster, you look at all these guys, and you're just excited. It's not going to look pretty early. I think, in my perspective, this UCLA roster, even Bona, even these guys, I don't expect it to look good early. They have some easy cupcake games at home, but it's not going to look good early. The pride of Mick Cronin's teams are usually, we're not going to look good early. We will just figure it out when it matters. And except for last year, it just seemed like in 1920 and in 2020 and 2021, his teams truly figured it out at the end of the year. That's kind of always, I think that's just more like a, a testament to the style that Mick Cronin is, you know, he's going to get in his players. He's going to test them mentally. He's going to test them physically as well. Uh, and he's going to kind of explore his team until he really can bring them together for that final stretch. Mick Cronin truly understands that in college basketball, unlike college football, uh, it is a marathon, not a sprint. College football, it is a sprint. And one, one hiccup, you lose that race. The marathon, we can always make up ground later. You get hot at the right time. That's how Mick Cronin kind of coaches his teams. And you can see that in every team he's ever been a part of, going back to his, an assistant with Rick Pitino in the Louisville days. And now, you know, when he went to Cincinnati and now at the Bruins, that's kind of always been a, a thing with Mick Cronin is, I'm going to test you guys early, mentally, physically. I'm going to play with my pieces until I find what really works here. And then when we get closer to March, we're really going to take that that works we're going to go full force into the tournament. And what was that article you referenced? It was the one, it was on collegehoopstoday.com where Mick Cronin was quoted as saying he's an elite player. And what was the other co comparison he made to a Dembona? Something he about said, when... He talks about the, the positive vibe and the infectious smile uh, that Bona brings to the team. And Mick says... He's such a good teammate. Personality-wise, he brings such a smile and positive vibe to your team. I haven't seen something like that since I recruited Francisco Garcia to play for Rick Pitino at Louisville. And anyone who remembers those Louisville teams back in the day, Francisco Garcia was a heck of a player and a heck of a leader for those Louisville teams. Uh, I think that is a absolutely phenomenal comparison and uh, something that Bona should be absolutely uh, just blushing to get that type of comparison uh, from his coach. So you heard it from Mick Cronin. You heard it from us. Bona expected to be an elite basketball player that got that presence in the front court down low in the post. Expect some points and some boards to be grabbed by the freshman Bona mixing in with all the other guys, including Etienne coming off injury. And even Singleton, who's, you know, a taller guy, but he shoots the three. There's just so many pieces that we're just excited to see. A very long team on the wing and down low where they can play small, play big. We'll see how Mick Cronin filters this in as we come closer to March a little less than two and a half months away until the start of college basketball season, give or take a few days. That'll do it as our, we talk about Bona, an elite player. But now, as we talk about Bet Online, coming up in this next segment, Zach Handy, our betting enthusiast, will discuss what are the best lines now that college football is actually starting. UCLA, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not playing. It's sad. We have to wait a week, Labor Day weekend, as per usual. But there's still our games on the docket. He's going to give you a couple 
of what he expects to be the best lines or numbers, over-unders, whatever it may be, to check it out. But with Bet Online, they, they're pretty cool too. You know, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Yes, even maybe that virtual Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy combination golf league. Who knows? That's just me speaking. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Meanwhile, the game starts as we take a look at those numbers. Zach Handy, we have only a few college football games. I believe we have one in Dublin between, what, Nebraska and Northwestern. I know it is locked on UCLA, but we figured it's a bit online episode. Let's kind of throw some numbers at you since you can't put some numbers in some money. I will still prove to you that I can bring UCLA into this segment without them playing this week. I will prove that to you. Well, By the time we get done with this, first, we will be betting. Everyone's going to be watching the Ireland game, right? I think it's exciting. When have we ever seen college football or football? Uh, in Dublin, Ireland. What an exciting time. So everyone's going to have eyes on that. And if you want a little, as they say, skin in the game, if you want to throw on the game in Ireland, have a little skin in it and see what's going on, I think there's money to be made there. Uh, Northwestern coming in as two touchdown underdogs, 13 and a half points. If history has taught us anything, it's that we don't bet on Nebraska football. They just always underwhelm. They always disappoint. Scott Frost was awesome hiring, and we thought it was going to be different times and new and exciting, and it hasn't been. And I'll tell you who's gritty year in and year out, and that's Pat Fitzgerald's boys over there at Northwestern. That is a hard-nosed team almost every year. I firmly trust a two-touchdown deficit there. So Northwestern in Dublin, plus 13.5. I mean, what are we doing scheduling a game for the whole world to see if it's going to be a blowout? That doesn't make sense. This whole world is going to tune into this game. It'll be a close, hard-fought battle. Nebraska may win. Don't get me wrong. Sure, maybe they come down and score with two minutes to go, and they go ahead and take the, the win. But two touchdowns, 13 and a half points. My goodness. Get it, get out of here. I'm not touching that. Uh, give me Northwestern with the two touchdowns all day. Gritty defense from Pat Fitzgerald. Okay, and what's now, your second? Okay, what's is this how right. you tie it in? What do you this got? Is, what do you this got? is how we bring some UCLA into there. UConn, baby. Yes, UConn football and the new head coach over there, Mr. Jim Mora, our former UCLA head coach uh, during the good Rosen years and uh, an Brett exciting years. time. Brett Hundley as well. Uh, Last time they had 10 wins or more. A very exciting time. I, I always enjoyed Jim Mora as uh, one of the UCLA head football coaches during his time there. I thought he did a great job and it was unfortunate to see him go and 
when those two had to depart, it, it is what it is. But Jim Mora and his UConn team, after you know, replacing a and now leading a team that was just god awful last year, if we can be honest, <laughs> UConn football was not not very good at all last year. But I love Jim Mora. I think he's one of the better football coaches, and he's a great leader of men. And I think you will see an improvement in that team. And talk about a big spread. We're looking at 26 and a half points here, people. So UConn plus 26 and a half, our good friend uh, of the UCLA program, Jim Mora, someone that we definitely like. Take your UCLA vibes. Give it on to Jim this week. We're not playing. We're not going to need them. Send them Jim's way. And I think you're safe there as well. Take the 26 and a half points with that big spread. Uh, and I think Jim Mora's team will come out and compete week one and look much different than the UConn Huskies that we saw last season. And who's UConn playing again? UConn is playing Utah State. I'm sorry. I was so excited okay. that. You're that so we excited. Yes. No, it's all, it's, it's they're all playing good. Utah State, who is, who is actually a very improved team. Don't get me wrong. There's actually a lot of. I believe they, um, they won the Mountain West last year. Talent over there in the Mountain West. I mean, that that entire sector kind of college football may be going away soon. I know we're looking at super conferences and everything's leading up to that in a few years. But there is a lot of talent over there. Nevada Wolfpack over there in that conference as well. Very talented team this year as well. Uh, shout out Romeo Dubs, who was just drafted and one of the new Packers wide receivers came from Nevada, came from that conference. So Utah State, a very good team and, and very well will most likely win this game against UConn. But 26 and a half points is a little steep for me, especially with the juice coming from UConn and a, a new, very respected head coach over there. I think you're going to look at a much different team, a much more competitive team this year uh, in the UConn Huskies. And as I said, I, I we can't have a segment on this podcast without us somehow, some way, linking some Bruins into there. So, Jim Moore well, and UConn, that, that is our connection today. That's our connection. We'll finish off the show with our discussions of what are our favorite parts about tailgating at the Rose Bowl and what do we like Ooh. to eat at the Rose Bowl or just whether we like to eat at the tailgate with September 3rd rolling around rather quickly since we can't wait soon enough. That's why we gave you some numbers. It's so better line Fridays. We got to give you some numbers. We'll soon give you numbers for those better line days. So every time UCLA has a game, at least in football, just figured, all right, college football here. Here's a little taste, a little piece. A little, of it. Just a little smidge. Speaking of a piece of college football, thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen every day. The ultimate college football preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College football insiders. I'm on that show with the Locked On Pac-12, all the teams with Locked On Pac-12 including the Arizona schools and locked on UCLA with myself. We're on that segment detailing how the Arizona schools will do. And most importantly, how your Bruins will do in 2022 and what makes the difference for UCLA to what, what's important about this season. What's important. We're on that. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for the ultimate college football preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just check it out as we, Here's some words. We'll move on to tailgating time, baby. All right. Zach Andy, <laughs> Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, you think we're goofs. Like, comment, subscribe. Yes, hit that subscribe button. Help us out. We'd love it. Thank you. Appreciate it for all you listening. Go comment. Leave some stars. Whatever it may be. Comments on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening to your podcast. <clears throat> leave some comments. Leave some comments on YouTube. We'll try to get to them. Please be nice. All we want to do is have some fun. And speaking of having fun, that's how we end today's show. 
Locked on UCLA. What are our favorite parts about tailgating at the Rose Bowl? And what is our favorite thing to either eat in the stadium or drink? And what is your favorite thing to have that's tailgated or, you know, barbecued outside? What Go, Zach Candy. Tell me. I know as you're struggling as, early. As far I just, you know, I had to think about it. I, I like my food. I had to think. I didn't want to just tell you, like, oh, something generic. But as far as tailgating goes, when you're at a good tailgate, there's a nice spread. You got a picnic table out, you know. Everyone brought some stuff. Guys in the back's grilling some meat for somebody. Hot dogs and hamburgers type stuff. You know, someone comes and you get lucky enough, like some homemade chili, and then you get like a, a chili cheese dog at the tailgate. That's kind of a go-to. Like if someone brings something like that, Big Z is going to have a good tailgate. We're going to throw down a couple of those, get a couple beers in you, and we're going to go root for UCLA nice, loud, and proud. That's probably a go-to tailgate snack for Big Z. Okay, is there anything specific in the Rose Bowl that – I mean, I know it's been, you know, years and there's things changing. What's once, something once you've I'm the, Once I'm in the stadium, man, I'm – You're you just know, sitting. Just, just give me some beers. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking my dinner once I get in the stadium. You know, let's pack some beers into Big Z. I'm going to take care of the food. I'm going to have my eating stomach on at the tailgate, and I'm going to switch it, put my drinking stomach on once I get in the stadium. Yes, I do know your, your tailgating history is pretty – Endless. It's pretty fun. He, he, he tailgates hard. If you think of tailgating hard, look at this man. He knows how it is. <laughs> hey, uh, okay, well, what about you, my friend? What are, what are you eating at the tailgate or inside the stadium? Okay, inside the stadium, because you know, especially with those first few games at mm-hmm. the Rose Bowl, especially growing up, my favorite thing, when it's so hot, you know, you, and especially with it's so hard to bring things in the Rose Bowl. You need like 30 weird, tiny plastic clear yeah, bags clear containers it's the yeah. toughest it's the toughest venue to bring anything in if anything it's just ridiculous it's not like dodger stadium where you can go bring food and snacks in. it's tough yeah. so if there's anything i always love the frozen lemonade in the stadium. oh yes That's that amazing. always hits yes yeah frozen lemonade was just i'm thirsty i need water frozen lemonade that's amazing frozen Absolutely. lemonade always hits and with these games being at 11 a.m 11 30 and a 2 p.m. kick in the first three non-conference home games <laughs> for the Bruins, you will need to be hydrated. A lot of frozen lemonades. A lot of frozen lemonades <laughs> for Zach maybe spiked, for Zach Candy. Hey, uh, sure. He, you know, hey, you said it, not me, all right? Hey, man. He, he said it. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, you know, you need your water, but frozen lemonade is where it's at. Tailgating-wise, I'm simple. I mean, if someone wants to go throw some chicken and get that mixed in and have a nice little mix – Maybe have some tacos, okay. But for me, Absolutely. just a simple a carne simple, asada or carne, Okay, carne asada, fantastic. If you're simple, a per, a tailgating when you tailgating and you have a barbecued burger, sometimes mm. it's just better than one you have at home. It just makes yeah. no sense. I don't know what it is. It's like the the vibe. It's like the essence of the tailgate burger it just makes know. it better. The best thing I've ever had, ironically enough, this wasn't at UCLA. This is when. My father, sister, and I, we went to Texas A&M. So shout out to the Aggies, although we don't like the SEC. But shout out to Texas A&M. They're very nice to us. We'll give them a little bit of love today. Little One love. time, Jim. You know, Jimbo Fisher having his, you know, they, he gets hated on by Nick Saban. They need some love over there at Absolutely. Texas A&M. Roasted quail was amazing. Whoa. Good? Good. Oh amazing. On like hey, a, I'll try anything. I'm not going to lie. So it's like I'm not Roasted quail, amazing. If you can have someone have like a – roasted quail and it was like it was amazing fantastic 
So I for me, I did not expect that when you said Texas A&M tailgate. I did not know we were going to yeah. go to roasted quail. That was not roasted what I was quail. Expecting. Apparently, it was like wrapped in bacon. And I'm not the biggest <laughs> well, fan of bacon. Talking. It was it was amazing. I bit into it. Mind you, I already had like ten pounds of food in my stomach. Fantastic. Right. Roasted anything quail. wrapped in bacon, I'm probably gonna give it a go. Just okay. If you just hand me something and it's wrapped in bacon, you don't have to tell me what's on the inside. I'm probably gonna give it a bite. Okay, and then with cookies, you know the chocolate chips with M and M's in it. If that's like a little, because right. you know you're already full. Whether you've knocked back a few, you've eaten a few, who knows? You, you need cookies. You can't fill up too much. I mean, you're already Absolutely. filled up. But like a cookie with M and M. If it's an early game, like those kickoffs, maybe a donut. Some yeah. there needs to be something for dessert. Yeah, a little yeah. sweet for dessert. Yeah, I feel that 100%. That's always that's always a go-to. I know there there can't be too much crazy maybe dinner food because it's an early kickoff, so you need like all that breakfast food for those early tailgates at the Rose Bowl coming up. But, you know, maybe, maybe donuts. Exchange it for yeah. cookies. You, if you can get in a tailgate group where you have like, like a baking wife is part of the group or something, you know, like someone comes with like their wife or girlfriend that likes to bake. That's always a plus because they bring like just the dessert stuff that you just don't think of some little cakey pop things. You tell me you don't bake, you can't spread. make it. I'm not, I'm not a big baker, man. That is not my forte. I mean, I, I'm sure I could right? like hand me a recipe, hand me some dough. I'll make it work. Um, but if you could just find like that, if you can like find the grill master or girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not even thinking about they need Get to Get those made. two as a pair. Like, we need to marry them. Like, the grill master and the baking woman, they need to be married and then come to every tailgate. And that's how you have an elite tailgate right there. They're just like a power couple at that point. I mean, I was just simply go to the grocery store and bring some cookies. Those are dope. Oh, you're a cheater. I'm a cheater, too. It's fine. I I will <laughs> definitely buy some store-bought stuff, you know, store-bought stuff and bring it and be like, indulge, guys. I'm, I don't make, but I can bring. It's okay. I mean – all, all we're here is to be thankful for those people who make our food and yes. thankful for whoever it is who tailgates, who, whoever it is that tailgates for you, whoever, I mean, not tailgates, whoever makes the food for you, bring them something, whether it's Absolutely. the person who barbecues, who bakes, whoever, bring them food for that first game, bring them something, whether it's an extra drink, whether it's buying that frozen lemonade, you'll take me later, yep. especially during those hot games. So good. Well, whether it's just, Hey, whatever you want, I'm barbecuing. One of these home games, UCLA's got like 30 billion home games. You, you, yeah. turn, you turn it up. If, if you're at a, a tailgate and there's like a grill master there that's just whipping and grilling the whole time, if you don't buy that man a beer when you get into the stadium, you're just like not – you're just not a cool guy, I think. Like that's just like – I feel like that's the epitome of ungrateful. Like if you were truly grateful for the beer master, you're buying him his – or for the grill master, you're buying him his first beer. I think that's just like rules. Yeah, it's just rules. It is what it is. We're all having fun. It's just, we can't wait. We're hungry. We're ready. Part of the best thing of going to games is eating the food and hanging out with the people and just chillaxing or even getting that frozen lemonade, whatever it is. UCLA Bowling Green. One week. We're so close. I'm just, ah, we're excited. All right, Bruin fans. We've taken enough of your time. We'll kind of get those hands in the air. (laughs) Bruin 8 clap time. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U, U, C, L, A, U, C, L, A, five, five, five. And for Zach Candy, Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer saying thank you for tuning into Locked On UCLA. We now get into game week. We'll have previews, reaction Mondays. Still continue with our throwback Thursdays. We'll try and get all sorts of experts, fan perspectives, everything going forward. We finally got football. Go make Locked On Pac-12 your second listen. Again, 
Locked On Pac-12, your second listen with Spencer McLaughlin. Otherwise, for Locked On UCLA, go to YouTube, subscribe. Tell us what your favorite tailgating food is. Tell us if we're stupid. Make it nice. It doesn't matter. We love it. We're happy. <laughs> like, subscribe, comment, rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.